And I think I will teach the whole church about this. Because if you can crack it, then you can excel in any academics or any learning. Not just academics, any learning. Some people have what they call um, forgetfulness. When they read, they don't remember. They cannot memorize things. And if you have keys or things that you should memorize, they can memorize it. It is because you need to understand what critical thinking is. I'm going to do a, a deep teaching on that with you, the church. I took just the part appertaining to the church leaders, but I will do that for the church. I gave you an instruction yesterday to read what scripture? And I told you that you should expect a visitation to yesterday. How many of you had some encounters in the night? Because God will have visited somebody somewhere, you must have some encounters in the night yesterday. Yes, wave your hands. If you had some encounters in the night. Yes? Yes? Any other person? How many of you read those scriptures before you went to bed and prayed the prayers I told you to pray? Yes? All right, now, let me help you understand what affects human mind. And this is the key to excellence in learning. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. Let's read together, please. Stop. Let's read it again. Hold it. Whose responsibility? So it means if you apply to it, the promise thereafter is easy to achieve. If you don't apply to it, then you will struggle with what is thereafter. It says, do not let this book of the Lord depart from your mouth. And you know that, you know, before a word comes to your mouth, you read it, isn't it? And you remember it. So the word that you do not read can never be in your mouth. And the word that you read and you did not remember either can never be in your mouth. Okay? Now the next scripture tells us how words can become your word. You remember yesterday I told you that when God sent his word, it was his word. And the word of God was God himself. Your word is you. Which means the word you speak out come back to you. Because in the book of Isaiah 55, God spoke further about the principle of the word. And he says, the word I send out of my mouth shall not return back to me void. It must come back to me. So your word come back to you. And Romans said that by your word you are acquitted and by your word you are condemned. So your word comes back to you. Your word is you. So therefore, if the Bible says do not let the book of the Lord depart from your mouth, it is your obligation to make sure that you understand what the Bible is saying. How will a word come to the mouth of a man? That is a word that you read that became yours. Is the word that will come out of your mouth. So it's no more the word of whoever spoke it. It has become your own word. Yes? The next verse, the next line it began to say, Meditate on it. Or you must meditate upon it day and night. So it began to help us understand that it is the word you meditate upon day and night that can be in your mouth. 
The word you don't meditate upon day and night can never be in your mouth. You will read it, but you cannot regurgitate it. You will read it, you cannot remember it. So, this is how people get visions. Visions have its root in the meditation of the heart of man. Habakkuk said, I will stand in rapid and I will ask to see what God will say. And because he cared to inquire and he decided not to sleep, he has to hear because it's from his heart. Are we together now? Meditation is a function of heart. But the access to the heart is the mind, the thought of man. What allowed to go through the thoughts of your mind is what can deposit in your heart. But what is in your heart is what is responsible for your acts. I will be talking to you tomorrow about the mind of Christ and the and spell, how spell work on people. Okay? We're going to journey from tomorrow. But if you look at the scripture here, the word meditation is power. This is not what I want to teach you today, but I will take you into that. The word meditation is power, but you must understand this. I don't want anyone who listening to me on earth not to be doers of the word. And you cannot be doers of the word if you don't understand the principle. Okay? And that is part of the spell of the devil. To make us not to pay attention to the real thing, so that we will begin to give our attention to things that do not profit, and so we will not get a profit, because God cannot bend His rules. I will together now. And when you crack the rules of God, and you begin to experience the benefits, apply that to life ambition, you will have the benefits too. It's the same principle. It says meditate upon it. What you meditate upon determines what comes into your vision. That is what comes into your mind. After you have pondered it in your mind again and again and again and again and again, you can heal your body through your mind. I repeat myself. You can switch off pain in any part of your body through your mind. Meditation power. Not demonic, it is God ick. Faith is a function of meditation. When you give attention to something and you focus on it, then faith arises and then manifestation happens. You can become anything through the power of your mind. I did a series on the power of the mind. Go back and check it out. So the scripture says, For the world to be in your mouth and become your own world, it is the world you meditate upon, not day only, but day and night. Day in the morning, night before you sleep. Day in the morning, night before you sleep. So that that is what you think about until you sleep, and then you can enter into revelations. If you don't do that, you get nothing. You know, people who watch, who watch horror films, they, they are the easiest for Satan to show some nightmares, you know. Or people who always are sorrowful, and people who always feel regretful, you know, you know, they, they, they pick on what anybody does, you know. Even when people do, do things like mistake, they pick on it and stuff, they make a fuss out of nothing. Their mind is the bedrock of Satan to give nightmares. But a mind that God gives visions of heaven to is a mind that is heavenly minded. The last thing you think about is heaven, and you think about heaven into your sleep, and then heaven will visit you on your sleep. Because the dream that you have, in the book of Daniel it says, the dream that I, it says, it says the vision that I have. It says that the, dream, the dream that went through my heart in the vision of the night. Are we together now? Yes, sir. Come on now, let's speak. Yes, sir. Are we together? Yes, sir. All right, so it says, meditate upon it day and night, so that you may make, you may be careful rather, to do 
or to, to observe everything written in it. And you remember, I said to you, what you meditate upon in your mind, what you think, is what can deposit in your heart. When it comes into your heart, it becomes the what controls your action. And that is what the definition of spell is in English. Spell is an influence over a human mind that takes control of his actions. So that his action is no more his intention, but under the influence of his mind. That is what is controlling his mind. That is spell. When somebody invokes a spell on another person, that spell will control your thinking and then will give back to your action so that the action that you are actioning is no more what you intend, but what the spell is influencing you. Go check your dictionary, that's where you find it. If you look at this scripture, therefore, it says, if a person inculcates the habit of meditating upon the word of God, what will happen to you is this. You will make your way prosperous. Okay. So, a sick person will see himself healed by the word of God. Though physically he's still sick, but he meditates upon that I'm healed by the word of God. Though he's still sick, he continues to meditate upon the fact that I'm healed by the word of God. And what happens is he jumps out of sickness, and sickness is left behind. The power of meditation will control the actions of a man. Same thing with your academics. Business. You want to know how to do business? Meditate upon it. The more you meditate on business, the more ideas you have. Isn't it? A lecturer teaches you something, somebody discusses a good path with you, and then you leave and you took those words and you began to work on it. You began to think about it and you discover that you begin to develop better things. That's what Bible is. So when I give you an instruction in the Bible, do it. Are we in agreement? Yes, sir. Hey, Satan will not, he will not succeed here. Amen. I, I made a vow to the Lord as long as I live, I'll make sure Satan fail. Amen. I will do everything in my power as given to me by heaven that the devil fails. Amen. To those who listen to me. Amen. Come on, let's go on the ride. So yesterday, we looked at the book of verse from verse 15 don't don't forget kolo 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 115 kolo 115 why are you looking at me kolo 115 kolo kolo <laughs> it says what he is the image of the invisible god in another word, Jesus is the manifestation, visible manifestation of the spiritual God. Hallelujah, somebody. I love it. Now, let's read it through. To verse what? <laughs> you see now? Okay, let's read it through. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. And then the next verse, for by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth visible and what invisible whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers i love it all things were created through him and what for him give me the niv brother click just click it and it says go to the next verse he is before all things 
and in him. Let's read together as we go on the next verse. And he is. I love it. That's why we are not afraid to die. Because our brother took the lead. He died and he rose again. He died and he rose again. He died and he rose again. I will die and I will rise again. Hallelujah, somebody. I'm not afraid to die because if I die, I will rise again. That he may have supremacy in all things, both in death and resurrection. Look at the next verse. Shall we continue to read now? For God was pleased. Hallelujah. Stop. Does that resonate with you? Yes. Come on, I don't see resonate with what I was talking yesterday. Yes, Hello, somebody. Who is sitting beside you? Who is sitting beside you? I can't hear you. I cannot hear you. Look at someone beside you and talk to him. Who is he? If you are coming, if you are just coming in today, you are welcome to the rendezvous. Now, yesterday, one of the things we discovered is that all of us are saints. Yeah? We are all saints. 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 Is that how you say saints? Huh? What's your name? Saint Joseph. Ah, that's a lot, my friend. <laughs> Saint Joseph, all over the whole place, you find Saint Joseph. Now, <laughs> now look at. No wonder you blow trumpet. Saint Joseph. Ah, yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. Now we are going to stand from these into to, into today. Something I didn't want you to miss, which you must never forget in your life. Before God, you are sinless. Thank you. <laughs> Some human beings are so rational in their brain. Is it rational? They cannot, they cannot integrate the calculus. Hmm? Yes, sir. Did you get what I'm saying now? Yes, sir. You think I'm the one talking. Look at what the Bible says about St. Alfred. But now he has reconciled me by Christ's physical body through death to present me holy in his sight. So before God's sight, what are you? Holy. Not in the sight of man. I may be guilty in your sight. Thank God that's your opinion. You are looking at the one that was, not the one that is now. Formerly, I was guilty, guilty by my father, guilty by my mother, guilty by myself, guilty by my ancestors. But now, through the body of Jesus, I have been made holy. Not only that, 
in his sight without what blemish and free from what accusations man i love it i love it this disbalances every wrong doctrine doctrine of redemption of firstborn is a lie doctrine of deliverance is a trash today i want to speak to you about liberty in christ jesus liberty in christ jesus i love it there are many of you who have been made condemned and you look at yourself as a flesh forgetting that you were ordinary flesh born uh, 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 destined for hell but when jesus came to your rescue he rescued you from the dominion of darkness God did that and translated into the kingdom of his son. Now listen to me. So that he, God, presented you to himself by himself. He decided by himself to present you and I to himself, not to them. He didn't ask for your neighbor to come and give witness about your sins. He, he doesn't need it because he saw your unformed bodies. He knows all the days that he has given to you or not. He told us on, on Tuesday from Isaiah 45 and 6 that I have been with you when you were born and to your old age I shall be with you. I am the Lord your God. Listen to me. He did not present you and I to our parents, to a priest, to a pastor, to an apostle or prophet to determine our holiness. No. He by himself presented us to himself. Holy and blameless. Before him we are blameless. And someone said to you, God is punishing you for your past sins. That is nonsense. The God of that person is the devil, not God of Israel. The God of the Bible says, I present you to myself because of the blood of my son Jesus Christ to be holy. So the holiness that you, you have, which I have, is not by works, but the one imputed by God himself upon us through the bloodline of Christ. And yet someone says to you that you are suffering from your father's generational curse. They will stand in judgment before the Most High, who pervert the word of the living God. My father was a wizard, my mother was a princess of Baal, but I'm free. If your father was owing HSPC Bank, and then you graduated and you opened an account in HSBC Bank, though you bear the same name with your father, and HSBC Bank says that all the money that you have saved here, we are going to use it to pay the debt you owed. And you said that, who owed debt? They said, Alfred Williams. Oh, yes, I'm Alfred Williams. They said, we discovered that an Alfred Williams was living in that house, he owed debt. Yes, the next thing you ask them is that, yes, we were two Alfred Williams living there. What is the date of birth of the one who owed? Yeah. <laughs> and they tell you that this is, this is the date of birth. I said, that was my father. And they say, now say to you that, well, we are sorry, we are going to confiscate your money. Is that done in England? No. You paid debt for your father? No. I'm sure that you'll be very happy when they say that. You look for a good lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> you tell them, go ahead, please. And you look for a good lawyer. Who will help them understand that a thief is different from... Uh, a thief is different from... An innocent man may be. We may bear the same name. 
Because someone be Alfred Williams and is a thief, does it mean that all Alfred Williams is in England are thieves? No. So then, how can therefore God punish you for the sins of your father? Are you your father who committed the sin? No. You didn't get what I'm saying? No. When you were still the son of your father because you are not born again, you only belong to that lineage, then you can be punished. But from the time you have been disconnected from that lineage and you have aligned yourself with the living God, you have, been, you have become the sons of the Most High. John chapter 1 verse 12. As many who believe in him received him, he gave them the right to be called. Now listen to me therefore. Why will God do this? Why would God do this? Because the scripture tells me that God presented you and I to himself as holy. It was his decision. It was not the collaboration with any human being. I'm blameless. Alright? And look at the next verse of that scripture. I told you not to forget that. If you... Shall we read together? And I told you, of which I, Alfred, I become a servant. Now, let me help you understand this. That is a condition statement. Which means that when God presented you to himself for free, he expected to remain with him 